0: Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of Push to Talk, and we are here with a couple special guests today. We've got uh, Arendus. Say hey, Arendus. What? What? You got it. And Moomin. Is Moomin around? Good day, everyone. And we had Scythe here for a little bit, but, uh, you know, who knows? He's over in Europe. He's probably drinking another beer and line to order one. We're not really sure. Trying to do that Oktoberfest thing. Um... Along with us, we got a regular crew, we got a newbie down there. And over here Look at that. I even got the points right, right? We got Mist Warden over there. How you doing? So um so we got a bunch of things to talk about today, don't we? Um we were gonna we were gonna start out with a little bit about the war or lack thereof at this point, right? Because uh, we had a surrender this week, didn't we? Yes. Don't shoot. Don't shoot. Don't shoot. And you know and I and I and I couldn't uh I couldn't get my uh green screen working today because I had to wear this because this is a special made shirt. This here has the skulls of our enemies on it all over there. I'm wearing it proudly. You guys out there in Goonswarm did a great job and all of our allies. So thank you for the many skulls that we have now collected. So what do we uh what do we think about this surrender? I'll start with, uh, I'll start with you, Orendus. What do you, what do you, what do you make of the surrender? Is it about time? Is it, you know, too early? Should we have blown more crap up? What's up?
1: I think that, uh, well, I think two things right currently right now about the surrender. Um, and one of them is informed by recent experiences. I think that, uh, last night I really would have liked to hear what sort thinks of the surrender. Um, but unfortunately, on Open Comms, we kind of like you know ran roughshod over him while dealing with the CSM stuff because Dirk brought that up first. And even though I don't know if he's watching, sorry, sort. I know that sucked. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it, as a more general, as a more general thing about the surrender, I don't think it came too soon. I don't think it came too late. I mean, yes, most of the Imperium only got up here in like what late May, June-ish. Mm-hmm. Um, but keep in mind, uh, SIGs and squads, you know, a fair chunk of people have been up here since November. Um, August of last year. August of last year, yeah. Even even earlier for, for some of the Black Ops guys. Um, but, so, this has been a long grind on both sides. Because, you know, while the structure bashing at super capital scale is not you know, the oldest part of this campaign, uh, there's been a lot of work going on. I I think that, you know, the terms are what they are. I can't say if they are fair or not, because God only knows what they have in their wallets. And really, at this point, I would be in favor of rifling through their pockets for loose change. Um, But that's because I'm an asshole. Uh, I admit it. Sometimes I'm a dick.
0: That's what, that's what we like about you, by the way.
1: <laughs> I mean, sometimes I'm not some a dick. Times. Sometimes I'm not a dick, but those times are much rarer. Anchor up, motherfuckers. <laughs> I I never say anchor up, motherfuckers. I just tell people to shut the fuck up. There's a difference. I do not swear at my lodgie. I swear at the fleet in general. <laughs> my Lodgy my lodgy are precious to me. They are wonderful people.
0: There you go. The um, and I see Scythe joined us. So hello, Scythe, from uh, from across the pond there.
2: How's Oktoberfest, Scythe? It's pretty dope.
0: There's no background noise where say is at all. There's nothing
2: going on. <clears> at <throat> least there'll be less than a minute after I stop knocking shit off the counter. Sounds like he's in the bathroom. This could be ugly. <laughs> <laughs> you never
0: know. Um, I'll go with the, uh, I think from a... Uh, Membership perspective, I think this war is probably ending at the right time from a personal perspective. I'd rather just burn Delve to the ground and grind through it because I would. But I want to hey, burn Delve? Or not Delve, Declan, sorry. It's, it's, yeah, it's a very, strong, a very, very strong, strong drink. drink no,
1: no, let's let's face it. At some point, we're going to want to burn Delve. Yeah. <laughs> just because we're kicking over a week before the game ends. Well, you know, it's it's going to be one of those, all right, so who do we kill
3: next? Um, how about those guys? I I Red everybody. I, yeah, uh, a- I nominate Enley next for being killed.
0: <laughs> 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 yeah, so Moomin, what's your perspective on the war?
3: Uh, well, it's not a war, it's a campaign. Uh, Arendis got that absolutely light spot on as far as I'm concerned, and many other people I believe within the Imperium. This is a continuation of the Casino War. Um, we never surrendered when we moved down to Delve. Um, no terms were drawn, no nips, no kind of like you know, anything like that whatsoever. Um, we then obviously, you know, had a, a few other campaigns along the way as well, uh, including things like, you know, uh, the Hakonan uh, deployment, which I personally think was very successful. Um, and we also had other incidents as well, such as Ninetak 4. Um, and, as you rightly say as well, six and SQUADS have been deployed up north for, like, ages. You know, and we were having, like, really good success. Uh, I think that this campaign should actually be called the Big Bill campaign, or possibly the uh, uh, the Kirkland protein bar campaign. That's that's definitely uh, up there as well. I think. Um, as for the timing and duration of this particular phase of this campaign. I think it's kind of okay. Um, I know that the the more bloodthirsty of us are still very much in favor of, you know, why don't we still continue this uh, campaign? Why don't we just keep going and burn more stuff down? Well, we're going to take probably a a break for a month, and then our FC cohort and obviously uh, Mittens, praise be, uh, peace be unto him, we'll then decide what we actually do next but i know that the bloodthirsty element of the imperium is still very much inclined to actually go and do something and we've seen evidence of that as well from uh, members such as the initiative where sister bliss was you know um, basically a little bit disappointed i think that we didn't actually just continue burning everything down um but we're going to take a break for a month darkness uh and gotg as a whole kind of like get off for a six month like period but that doesn't stop us from pursuing other people in that particular time um so i think it's not a bad thing people want to get back they want to make some misc as well um and just do the the mining because obviously we need to keep the stats on the mer up a great deal as well um So I'm going to say kind of yes. My biggest disappointment in all of this is with Arith, really, Um, because as far as I'm concerned, he should have, as part of this deal, got GOTG to actually refer to the Casino War by its correct name, which is, of course, the Casino War. Um, but, you know, unfortunately, he dropped the ball on that one, and we'll all have to pay the price for it. <laughs>
0: hey, I want to step in here and say, Mork Fang subscribed for five months in a row. Thank you, Mork Fang, for that uh, subscription. And his comment was, we need more Moomin on this show. I beg him. He, he extracted a heavy a heavy sum for his contract, as did arendis to even show up here.
1: We have to Hang pay on. the we have to pay I got days. a cookie.
4: Hang on, you guys get paid?
1: No, I had Just, to get, my, had own. To get those, my own. Those cookies.
3: will be too <laughs>
1: <after laughs> We we told me would
0: get his own cookie. There, so yes, so um, so yeah, so that's our 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 sub for the for the day. We'll get one. That'll be good. Um, so fantastic. Um, how about you, Total? Are you uh, what do you
2: think about this surrender? Uh, I, I, for the most part, I mean. I, I try to look at the big picture, and the big picture is if we completely wreck the north, we could actually wreck the game, and you you mm-hmm. have to have foes in the game, and there's really too many big blue donuts, I mean, it, primarily two blue donuts, and then off to the east, you got the drone land, and, you know, they're doing their thing, but I don't know, I mean, I, I thought Sort was pretty gracious, I would have liked to have heard a little bit more from him, but, you know. Everybody was kind of talking over him the other night, and yeah, if
0: Sort wants to to show up, right, just all he has to do is ping us, and uh, we will certainly invite him on the show and just let him talk because that's what we do here. We don't tend to talk over folks unless Caleb's here, and then we all try and talk over him because we have to.
2: Yeah, Basically. I mean, I mean, for the for the most part, you know, it, it's I really wanted to see CO two just go away. I think they need to go away. I would have liked to have seen Sort do something along the lines of some kind of reset with them and Mm -hmm. you know you you don't need cancer in the game but it doesn't mean everybody in co2 is bad people it's just there's a few bad eggs and hopefully some of the better people in co2 can step up to the plate and maybe reform you know call it something else but it's time to get rid of some players that just they're cancerous
3: yeah well it's like i kind of disagree a little bit About that. It's like CO2 are obviously like heading east. They have um, had a great reduction realistically in their membership numbers, so people are getting like the message. You're absolutely right. CO2 leadership is absolutely toxic. And as when we like talk about players like leaving the game when an alliance dies, that just doesn't happen um, from what we saw with. The demise of CO two historically, well, they just simply went to like test GOTG. They just like you no know, went even Moa, and uh, then as soon as like Gigex, you know, did his ban evasion, got back into the game, bang, there they all were again. So it's like people don't necessarily leave the game; they go to a different entity. Um, but the banner of CO two, as far as I'm concerned, is toxic. Um, Gig X is toxic, and anyone that supports him in his band evasion uh, is also toxic. So if you're a CO2 member on the fleet, and then your FC suddenly sounds remarkably like Gig X, um, at that point you should know that you're actually supporting uh, someone in a band evasion, and you're just as bad as they are. That's it. That's true. So over
0: in the uh, chat, Rockbum, or Rockburn? I can't. I'm getting old. I need I need glasses. Um says screw deck, we should have turned right and gone straight into tribute. What do you say about that one, miss? Should we have turned right or did we kinda of do the right thing?
4: Turn right into where? Sorry, you cut out. Tribute. Um let me pull up my map.
2: <laughs> M- really? M- oh, You don't even need to pull up your map I mean, MO I, I would have loved to have gone for that deep star. That would have been the uh, best one for me
3: it, Yeah, personally I'm very much focused on war I don't mind, I don't rat I don't do those sorts of things um, Generally I only even sub when it's like war time um, Because, you know, that's, that's the cool. bit that I like we we should have just, as far as I'm concerned, we should have kept going, but that would be, um, you know, me and my personal wishes, and it wouldn't, you know, help those people that you'd like to wrap in mind.
2: God save the Queen, man. The kid cannot even do land nav.
4: Okay, I found it. <laughs> right, so you go through, alright, so you go, you poke your head into pure blind, you, you come around, and then you go to tribute. Um, no because one of the main reasons things that um, Mitani um, raised was that how far if you want to like establish a forward operation is going into those further reaches of space you need more keep starts or effectively we'd have to put up another keep star to then be like at the midpoint staging for us to then project power we've effectively smashed everything we can from this from our current position so having this as a natural break feels good because you know we're not going to do better than four keep stars in a day uh, that's like when you finish watching the porno you don't carry on to find out how the rest of it finishes off do you you, you turn it off and you get on with your life
0: we're just going to take your word for it on that <laughs> how dare you Sorry, i find <laughs> the, uh, the plots to actually be quite riveting at points <laughs> <laughs> Send2112 says, Mist, you still haven't acquired a candle to make your uh, space a little brighter. I think uh, we're going to take some donations and we're going to send uh, Mister. i uh, I've uh, actually
4: got, like, a normal light on now. Uh, I can actually put, there's another light behind me I can stick well, on. We're, back we're just going to get up. you
0: a uh, sugar cookie scented Yankee candle, okay? So we figure that'll go over big where you are. So just a little, um, little tea light would be good for you. <laughs>
4: My, the main thing is though, I think right now it is a good stopping point because we can naturally go back, we can rebuild all of our assets, put a lot of stuff into the cooker and then start again with our next target because the main thing is yeah. we've c- got to remember we don't want to burn ourselves out because there's some people who are like yeah let's get bloodthirsty crazy but then there are literally people who are need some money. You know? they want to get thermos back. So uh, I'm, uh, having I'm, that month off so we can wrap mine, be productive and be lazy, good.
0: I, I can understand the desire to that I'm still burn everything. Just burn it all. Because I missed the big four keep stars because I had to work and I was hoping that we were going to burn something else that uh, I could actually come there's, and join there's in There's
4: still stuff on. to blow up. There is still CO2 structures in Fade and Pure Blind to blow up. I'm currently go. working on the solve in... Fade, I'm currently in DW TAC-T2 i right now, in ing the TCU, right now So In,
0: in case anybody's looking for him, what system
4: are you in? Yeah, what system are you in, man? DW TAC Feel free to come along and shoot me I've got 20 I've got 20 vexes that need to die So feel free to come I've and got 20 me. of them I don't want to <laughs> yeah. bring them home
2: So everybody needs to burn the DW attack and find Misty's on the uh, TCU right now. There
4: you go. Yeah, it's not that hard. You literally warp in and you go to the TCU and I'm there. (laughs) I would um, kind of just like to mention
3: that uh, as we kind of like pause in uh, this campaign in the casino war, this particular bit, um, it has been very interesting to see that at least on Reddit, that there seems to have been um, uh, a bit of uh, a a case for CO2 actually being very annoyed with GOTG and that they're looking to actually go and have their revenge on GOTG, because GOTG just backstabbed CO2, of course. Yeah, co 2 like, hey... Yeah, when
2: has CO2 not wanted vengeance on their allies? I mean, that's (laughs) like a given. Now, I've actually
3: got a question for Arendis because he's like, he's very good with the history. Um, which is, um, when is the last time, in your opinion, Arendis, that CO2 actually did something of military significance that was impactful?
1: Oh, that's easy. When they backstabbed us in MTACO.
3: Yeah, exactly. I can't remember any time after that that they've actually. Had decent numbers, all done anything useful. Um, uh, you know, I've seen them not performing great in SH1, M Taco. Uh, then, obviously, when they moved down south, all of the friction that they caused there, because of a lot of, of course, right, arraising... was,
1: Like I would have, I would have gone with the whole um, getting getting themselves kicked out of Legacy, but that wasn't militarily significant. That was diplomatically significant.
3: Exactly. So, I mean, it's um, CO2. I think um, back during the Casino War, in order to placate CO2, a lot of us within the Imperium were like, you know, thinking of CO2 as being actually not completely terrible. Um, But when we actually did a campaign... um, the summer before the casino war started. We burnt down all of Providence. There was only one alliance that actually failed in their objectives, and that was o two because they went up north to actually fiddle around with moons that desperately needed saving or something. Um, they, they haven't, they, I cannot for the life of me think of when they were actually good. And I think that was a myth that we created within the imperium to just make co2 feel better about themselves but ultimately they've done not very much at all i'm afraid
1: no hey. co2 co2 definitely had some some very good people and they were at at earlier points very active and engaged in a lot of the campaigns like they were they were there for the fountain war until like maybe 3 4 weeks before the end of it. Like when it was clear we were in mop-up mode, a lot of them started going home. Um, but like, I know Sebastian to the very least was always there right until the end of every campaign, always right on the front lines with everybody, you know. Um, I-, I got, honestly, I mean, I know he and I had, uh, shall I say something of a tiff uh, over, over whether or not the jump bridges around MTACO had in fact been moved And I still swear to God that we went to the bookmark and it wasn't there. But, you know, there could have just been a fuck up there. Somebody could have been screwing up. I don't know what happened. He says that he was the one responsible for their locations and he didn't change them. Obviously, one of us is confused because I'm not going to call him a liar. He's never lied to me. Um, So... You know, we had that spat, but honestly, I, I still think Seb's a great guy.
3: Yeah, but it's like oh, I that love, is one I love person. Yeah, and the thing is, that is one person though, and it's like I think that a lot of us on the Imperium side of things do feel greatly for um, like Seb and his ilk as well, people that are similar to like Seb. And the bit that I found particularly annoying about that is because asher obviously um is one of our main fcs and he was around when seb came on and actually told us that co2 were going to be doing the reset and Oh, he, God, that, you yeah. know asher went and said that it was like you know it was it was painful to have yeah. to listen to sep in that state of emotion yeah I, I was GigX i was in send, well gig x didn't actually come along and do it himself he, he you know, yeah. he directed Seb to come along and do it, which was very yeah. stressful for Seb, and, uh, you know, I'm fully behind, like, Asher on this one, is if you're in remember. charge, then you should be, like, taking the, the hits. On yeah,
1: that. like, I don't remember if you were in command comms at the time, um, but I was, and I, I remember Asher, and Asher was, you know, audibly upset when when he questioned Seb, and he's like, Seb, is this true? And, like, the only response Seb could give was, I'm sorry, my friends, it is. Goodbye. And he, like, both of them were not happy about it. Like, Seb was, was very definitely not
2: pleased. He was, like, near tears. So, I mean, Sebastian is a good guy, and he's a good person. Maybe he can take the reins of CO2, and they can be something, but...
3: Yeah, I, I would be behind that, is I would actually, if he took charge of, like, CO2 and then just get rid of the toxic elements and actually start to, like, you know, try and do things again within the game rather than just, because CO2 have just bounced around on the coattails of others. These like, you know, they did it with us, realistically, I'm going to say. Um, they definitely did it with, like, test. And I mean, it's like, and then for you know, test to actually go, yeah, we, we're obviously going to sign up with the BRF because that's going to be in our interest. And CO2 are going, no, we're going to try and we're going to do all of that kind of like stuff. I mean, how would that not cause you a problem? I mean, it's like that short sightedness of a, a magnitude. I just, you know, cannot understand.
2: No, I agree. Um, I did want to do a shout out, maybe kind of like a shout out, but because he doesn't get a lot of credit for, a lot of successes we have because Black Ops did deploy last August, they were the first ones there and between Zungan and Kunmi I mean it, it's amazing how many structures just by themselves that oh, they yeah. ref and stuff I mean they've been absolutely amazing
3: I uh, I also just want to chuck in here um, both Kunmi and Zungan are both members of uh, uh, Thunderwolf as well which happens to be the best and most gay corporation within the Imperium.
2: That's that's plus rep or something, right?
3: <laughs> How dare you, sir? How dare you?
2: <laughs> Heck, Hackington has been trying to recruit me for the past year.
3: Well, I'll have words with him, and uh well, get that stopped. Yeah. don't worry about that.
1: As as a member of WAFA, I, I don't think I can say that ThunderWAFA is the best corp in the Imperium. Um, but I will say this. Oh, come on,
3: like, but I know, will. But is... I will
1: say this. It's not dog for <laughs> it.
3: Well, that's true. It it. It's Lord. not Lord. only yeah. either. But uh, you know, we know that Game wolf is terrible. Otherwise, they, uh, they'd they actually show up better on the participation uh, metrics, <laughs> wouldn't they? Oh, no, this, you know, we're it,
1: supposed it, to suck.
0: Is this is this where we go into the Fight Club side of the show?
2: yeah,
1: here comes the
2: horrendous on one side newbie on the other side worm oh program. yeah <laughs> so we're just going to let
0: this progress naturally so the other thing that we were going to talk about today is uh the tears from the wormholers when they were announced the uh the changes um
3: Before, when we kind of get into this though, it's nice. like the, the very first question they were going to have for like a red disc because he's good with this stuff um you went and said in your article, Arendus, that it was never intended for wormhole.
4: Never intended,
1: never intended for people to live there. CCP had no intention of doing that. You know what else CCP never had any intention of people doing? Or, what, oh, yeah, a what number of things. I <laughs> what? I mean, seriously, CCP has long established that emergent gameplay is a thing, and if the players can figure out a way to do things better than they did, that's cool, and they want you to try to do that. But they'll never so, implement it. I don't know, they left jet can mining in, didn't they?
3: Fuck. Oh, please. So, you know, when we start talking about, um, like, the wormhole side of things, now, the other question I have, and this is for, like, you know, generally all of you, have you ever encountered a wormholer who didn't tell you how much isk they make per hour and how (laughs) stupidly rich they are? (laughs) Yes.
1: I, as when I was in the wormhole, yes, every wormhole would fucking tell you. I was one of those assholes at the time. I I have never told anybody how much money I am in wormhole. Liar. No, seriously. No, I, I don't. I don't. I mean, my my wormhole corp when we were active was a was a fairly small-time operation. You know, it it didn't seem like something to brag about. It, it was enough that I I flexed my account every month and
4: that was it. Uh uh-huh. like veganism. <laughs>
1: just did Nope, I didn't tell you how much money I made. I gave you a range. <laughs>
0: right. <laughs> okay. So you gave him a big, a bottom.
1: You didn't even <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. I didn't <laughs> even oh, give yeah. you. Uh, a, a we number make number. anywhere from four hundred billion isk to a trillion isk a month. You yeah. know. Oh no, like this was, and keep in mind, you know, this was two thousand nine or so. Like, so my what I'm what I'm talking about a range. I'm giving you a range that is is down at like you know. Oh yeah, maybe maybe three hundred million a month
3: man remember when plex was that cheap oh yeah yeah yes yeah but that was like 10 years ago now obviously i've only been in the game for about you know five or so um <laughs> but ever since i've been in the game i have yet to meet a worm who um you know didn't kind of like used to go well you know make him- isk in the wormhole is just super easy so with For that sure. in mind
1: it is it is if you're making isk in the wormhole yeah. in a certain way with a certain setup in the right kind of wormhole in that case it's basically the same thing as going yeah no making money in nullsec is simple it, it's like you know you can trip over things and make a billion isk in an hour yeah you can make a billion isk in an hour you know with one ship sure if you're on a locust fleet in delve i but you're not going to do that with one ship if your ship is, you know, a procurer in Declan.
3: So the the bit for me is with this, because I mean, um, all of this has come about like rolling holes. Yeah. For right. so, and it's all to do with the fact that the HIC actually offered um, a nice way to be able to collapse a wormhole with um, keeping the risk of being locked out of that wormhole with the wormhole collapsing behind you um, to a minimum. Is that correct? That's uh,
1: correct. So that you, to, to a
0: minimum, yes. It do do yeah, doesn't go ex- away, but, you know. Do you want to explain the kind of outrage, what they were irritated about before the latest update, horrendous? for the audience
4: sure
1: the what they were what they were irritated about the first what they were irritated about was that ccp said they were going to take away uh the hick rolling ability because hick, ccp is going to make a change to Hictors to get rid of lurch hicks lurch hicks are 500 mega newton hicks that sit on a gate as part of a gate camp and when somebody comes in and they're not in range they hit the prop mod then they hit the bubble And it gives them perfect agility and the acceleration of a micro-warp drive and they just go rocketing across to get that motherfucker. And they don't have to take time to target or anything because bubble. Um, This behavior is different from hole rolling because it relies on the interaction between the micro-warp drive and the bubble. Your mass drops incredibly and your agility goes incredibly high and the mass increase from the micro-warp drive doesn't or or rather the the speed cap from the bubble doesn't apply until the next time the micro warp drive cycles. So for that for the rest of that first cycle, you have your reduced mass, you have your increased agility, and you don't have the speed cap. So you just zoom across. Now, Jintan was saying something in his article about you can do it with 100 meganewton AB. And I tested it on TQ in 1DQ today because I was pretty sure you can't do that. And to accelerate from 200 meters per second, which is a broadsword without prop. Okay. To accelerate from 200 meters per second to 1,000 meters per second, which is like less than a fifth of the speed that a lurch chick gets up to. Takes five uh, it takes five seconds to get to 800 to get to 500 meters per second and another three seconds to get to a thousand meters per second When you're doing it with a hundred mega AB five seconds is a massive amount of time to get the hell off the gate
3: Right Okay, so with all of this though is fundamentally boils down to um, a quality of life issue It boils down to a quality of life issue and
1: and it boils down to something else there there was another element in play and the other element in play is a messaging issue and a disconnect in understanding Uh, okay what happened what happened here is that at FanFest a certain CCP dev who is not in charge of wormholes is not in charge of this stuff this is not his area to talk about told wormholers, like face-to-face that when the fix for the for one behavior goes in it wouldn't touch the other behavior and that's not his thing to promise about and it was only explained to me that it was the wrong guy talking last night from Jintan and and, Brisk and Sword. They okay be straight on that and mm. they have a very good point when when they say that you can't treat the devs as a monolithic entity but there's also the the fact that you have to understand that when players hear something from a ccp dev at a ccp event it, they take it as coming from ccp because that's somebody ccp has put up as their spokesman
3: but do you think that's naivety on the part of us as a player base because it is a company is i'm sure that many people here that have worked have potentially gone in their boss has given them uh, instructions to behave or do things in a particular right. way. They go and do it. And then, like, you know, a week or so later, the boss turns around and goes, you know, you should yes. have done that. You should have done something else. and sure. This is the thing you should now be doing.
1: Sure. And I get that. Um, but this contributes to the way the players reacted when the language in the dev post seemed dismissive. Unwilling collateral damage, as they so often are, to people who feel like they've been marginalized repeatedly and and afterthought in a lot of okay, the changes. So,
3: um, they've been marginalized because they're the people that are living in the place where CCP wasn't expecting them to live.
1: They okay. First off, P- CCP wasn't expecting them to live there, as you said, ten years ago. You know what? Been living there that long. I think right now. CCP's finally got the idea that, you know, maybe people live there. That really doesn't hold up that well after this amount of time. Um, Especially since... Hang on. Hang on. Especially since CCP changed the way citadels work for wormholes. To allow them in wormholes and to preserve postile play, i.e. you blow it up, it drops shit, in wormholes. Now, that's also a counterexample to say that, look, obviously, they do give a shit about warm But, you know, it, it, people, the way our brain is wired, we don't think about when we get what we want. We don't think about when we're happy. When you're content, you're not noticing it. You don't speak up to say, my God, I've had a great day. Nothing exceptional happened in either direction. This was just like every other day. You speak up when something happens that challenges you that makes you go, wait, what? I have to change what I'm doing? That's just how the brain works.
3: Okay, so what I'm gonna kind of put forward now is, if we go back to when the casino war started, um, if you look at the kind of changes that were in place at that particular time, um, obviously, prior to that, we had jump fatigue. we then had um you know kind of like changes to um like the introduction of like citadels we had um uh nullified interceptors um we had the entosis we had you know salve as a whole we had all of those changes like going on, and yeah, we complained. Yeah. How do you think that compares to the changes in uh, the HIC side for wormholes today? Do you think that these two things aren't necessarily I think, terrible events? I think jump fatigue
1: versus the HIC changes, which is basically um, a similar vein of change. It's an accessibility change, getting in and out of space. Okay. I think jump fatigue at its worst was not as disruptive as the hick changes because for example all right as you had said in one of your comments okay put your death clone in the citadel well you can't you can't put a death clone in in a wormhole citadel you can't jump clone into wormhole you can't get in unless you get in in a ship
3: okay that's cool because i didn't actually know that bit i thought that you know nope you that's, can't do it. That's why the, the only mock was there. The, only, the, use, the
1: only use, the only use for cloning facilities in a wormhole is swapping between implant sets.
3: Okay, so and I mean, you know, that I can actually see has being like a little bit sucky. Now, if they were to actually enable you to um, like set a death clone through to a wormhole citadel, would that abate these particular issues? Do you think?
1: It might, but I think you'd see a lot of objection to that from the wormholers.
3: Okay. uh, Hang on,
1: hang on. The reason I'd think you'd see objection to that from the wormholers is because the fact that you can get locked out is something they've been reliant on in a lot of ways for the whole time. I mean, you know, okay, well, Mm -hmm. you can get locked out. Great. That means that people who get killed in a fight and get potted they're out. Otherwise, you just keep reshipping and an eviction fight becomes much, much harder for the attacker who's already mass-limited.
3: Yeah. Okay, okay. And, and that's one of the bits that, there again, I don't necessarily kind of quite understand being a, a filthy um, like gnollsecker, right. which is, I, I read kind of, or like, you have know, seen stories where they're uh, Wormholders are on about the air. He's like, you know, we had this like plan, we were going to invade these people. And he's like, we spent three months kind of doing this, that, and the other to actually gain like a foothold so we could gain whole control over that particular like wormhole. Um, now, do you think that's um, a, a symptom realistically of, in essence, the, an overpowered um, part of wormhole life as a whole? the fact that it is such a pain to actually like get into and let's also be honest here is like you know from about class 4 wormholes like up as far as I'm concerned it's all one kind of blue donut it's all run by like the same people pretty much um if you want in well you don't stand a chance unless you join them
1: it's not so much a blue donut the deal is in wormholes um in wormholes turtling will get you killed if you if you don't if, if the bad guys show up and they've got numbers and they're you know, they're looking for a fight and you don't fight, that's a mark against you. It's there's a, a level of space bushido, if you will, in there. You know, it if you fight and you're part of the community, so to speak, um yeah, great. You know, you'll you'll get fights and they're not gonna try and evict you because you're you know you're participating you're you're part of you're part of the give and take um, and I may be getting a few of the details wrong here, but you know this is this is how it was when I lived there, and it's how people tell me it still is um, but if you if you never give fights if you're just like the douche who always denies people fun, well then the people you've denied are going to gang up on you and kick you out and that's just that's just how it goes because you know what Somebody who will provide, who who will be part of the give and take, because, you know, it applies in both directions. Um, Someone who will be part of the give and take will move into that space if they kick you out.
2: So, you know, I'm just kind of trying to figure out wormholes. I've never particularly cared about them. But it just seems to me like their, their concerns are all based on being able to segregate a wormhole system away from the rest of eve so that they can crab in safety is that right no. or wrong
1: no a lot of the a lot of the stuff with hole rolling isn't about segregating away it's about getting access because you can't control where your wormhole opens up to so if you want to go to a certain place um, then you need to roll your hole you need to crush this one because it goes to the wrong place or if you want to do like let's set, let, let's use the example an example that i can that I can give from experience, I lived in a c four wormhole okay you can't get caps in and out. We built a rock wall in there for compressing ore so we could ship it out easier um, to get the rock wall built, we had to bring i don't want to think about how many freighter loads of shit in, and we had to do it remember c four with dsts through a wormhole chain that went c four to c two to high sec or an sec, depending on where it opened um which meant that you know we'd kill four or five wormholes a day bringing stuff in and just have to cycle the next hole and hope we got one somewhere accessible and if we didn't crush it and roll a new one crush it and roll a new one and it's pain in the ass and that's just getting shit in and out to market
2: Right. No, I understand the, the logistics aspects. I mean, I think that's actually great because it's actually a challenge. But at the same time, my other issue with wormholes is is you have a known mass that the hole will take.
1: Plus or minus 10%. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Right. The, the, yes. I mean, the mass, can, the mass limit in the hole, yeah. It's right. a known mass how much the hole, what size ship you can put through. So do you think it would actually improve
2: the game? to make them unknown to make them random
1: uh, no i think i think i think it would be at this point it would be a disruptive bit of of it would be a disruptive change that wouldn't actually facilitate anything it wouldn't enable any gameplay
2: so yeah, there's Well, I mean, people would get stuck on either
1: side. I mean, Sure, but be, but, but getting stuck, here's the thing, and this is why the whole rolling thing for 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 wormholes is an issue. Getting stuck doesn't provide content. Give, getting people getting stuck denies content. Let's say you've got a you've got a wormhole corp that's got 50 people in it. All right? At any given time, maybe 10 of them are on. All right? And you're rolling holes and Somebody gets stuck. Okay, now you got nine people while that guy has to scout his, w- self, his self out. And then somebody gets stuck. Uh, okay, now you got eight people. And then it happens again the next day while those guys are still trying to find a way in. Or rather, you're trying to find a way out to get them in. It, well, now you've got seven people. And so you have fewer people there. And because you can't afford to have everybody locked out or you'll never find your way back in, um, groups can't... Once you hit a critical drop-off point, you can't be active that day because you just don't have enough people. So it winds up being, okay, well, I guess we'll play something else today. And, you know, how many times do you have to play something else today before you just play something else?
2: Well, that's true. I mean, I I understand that aspect of it. I mean, you know, in my 10 years in the game, it's like I've, I've watched a diminishing player base and I'm kind of wondering you know we have all this space probably half of which isn't even used and we'll just call that static space and then we have this wormhole space I don't even know how big wormhole space is or how many systems it encompasses but
3: it's about 3,000 it I,
2: I mean would it be something that you know, you take the riches of wormhole space and you make them anomalies in regular space, and that wormhole space becomes simply a travel
1: path. The, the riches in to wormhole force, space. I, what I'm saying um, is
2: to force people into the game, because if, if you have people in close proximity, they're going to fight.
1: Yeah, but they're already in close proximity. Like They go out and fight one another all the damn time.
3: Okay, so Irrendous, just out of curiosity and trying to understand the psyche of a wormholder, um, what was the attraction, the appeal that drew you and the people that you flew with into a wormhole in the first place?
1: It was different. It was something that wasn't like everywhere else. It was some place where if you wanted to, you could actually assert some level of access control. Like we do with BFGs in Delve, all right. Now imagine you can do that with a hick and a couple of bombers. Because you can just bubble the damn hole. Or anchored bubbles and a couple of cloaky ships. It it was okay. that it was that when you would have needed a large gate camp to do it in Nullsec
3: um with the do you remember obviously a couple of years ago i think it was now ccp hinted at the option for players to actually create their own gates between systems do you remember that bit
1: you mean the stuff that's coming up this winter
3: yeah uh, I, well whenever basically
1: what's going to happen at alliance level yeah i mean that's player on, player built stargates is the replacement for jump bridges yeah it's coming
4: but the idea with this was um this would lead into new systems, not jump bridges as a means that we don't need that was that was an eventual systems,
1: that was an eventual thing but the 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 way they the way they presented it would was that origin- the original iteration would definitely be a more local thing, but yes eventually into new space, but you know we've got empty space now
3: yeah, and that's that's something that i I think is quite interesting because when we talk about empty space we've obviously seen what the imperium being able to do with um you know specific specifically delve but the other other thing that i think um is when i kind of first started the game you could still go to regions and it'd be really kind of like uh, sparse and barren of like people um oh, You know, and it it was always the case in like the five years or so that I've played is like, you know, population uh, clusters did appear, but, you know, depending on where it was. Right.
1: And certain certain areas, just because of the natural geography, are going to be the areas that get held. Like, for example, someone's always going to be holding head GP because it's a choke point. It's a null sec to high sec gate. So, someone's always going to be holding that system. Um, But yeah, there's always going to be, unless the space, unless the player base explodes in a way it never has, um, there's always going to be empty space that's available. Uh, But that doesn't necessarily mean that it's empty space that your small group of 5 to 10 to 20 players can actually hold and make use of because there's groups out there like us. Uh, it, it, I'm not saying that we're the oppressors who are, who are fucking everybody over, but any small group has to take into their calculus, well, what happens if Horde or the Imperium or this other group decides to come and knock over my sandcastle? Is it worth it?
3: So what do you think about the um, projects such as like the QFC?
1: I think the QFC is great. I think the QFC is a wonderful way for smaller groups to get involved, but and this goes back to the QFC, which is not a rental program. And all of the rental programs out there that have arguably the same effect of getting smaller groups out into the null um, is that you're doing it under the umbrella of some other group. If, if they decide they're changing their minds about the program, you're fucked.
2: Yeah, but I think where the QFC is win is the difference that we don't go over and actively feed on them to pat our kill boards or pat ourselves on the back about how leet we are, where people like NCPL have been notorious for turning on their renters and saying, oh, well, we're going to kick these guys sure. out just because we can't. So sure, I think but that's, that's why QFC works, because the goons have never turned their back
1: on an agreement that they've made. Right. But at the same time, it's still... Do you want to be at someone else's mercy? Do you want to be at the mercy of the guy with the bigger gun? In wormhole space, you are, to a much greater degree, the master of your own destiny because they're not going to evict you. I mean, unless you do something really stupid, like personally piss somebody off the way that really only happens in frickin' Nelson diplomacy. Um, <laughs> they're not going to evict you unless you break the unwritten rules, like. No, damn it, give people fights.
3: Okay, so that sounds a little bit like when PL went down and was giving um, Brave another kicking uh, in the many kickings that PL have given Brave, <clears throat> where in essence, it was like Brave paying PL to, like, you know, give uh, Brave right. A kicking. Right, but and here's and the thing. Now imagine,
1: if, now imagine if when PL came in to, to, to farm Brave, okay, if PL couldn't bring overwhelming force. If they couldn't bring so much that Brave couldn't respond to it.
3: Yeah, PL wouldn't have come in then. Well, yeah, but I mean...
1: Right, but, but imagine if you're talking about a group that would. Imagine if you're talking about a group that understands that by coming into your space, you can undock whatever the fuck you want. You can undock 50 fucking faxes. And they can't even get four capitals in. They can't even get three in if they want to get them home.
0: Yeah, it's certainly a different method of fighting within, uh, within wormhole space. Um, and when we were in a wormhole and, and Scythe was with us, um, it was always fun when we got an opening into NullSec, right? You can drop in there, roam around a little bit, maybe kill something, maybe die, and then head right. home. It, it's just a different, different gaming atmosphere. It was fun.
1: I mean, when I lived when I lived in wormhole space, the quote unquote big fish was Aperture Harmonics. Yeah. They're the guys that Rooks and Kings went up against in in, in their in their original video series. Um, they're part of one of the big groups now, um, or they were for a while. I don't know if they still are. Didn't I haven't checked? Um, and we were a ten man corp, like seriously. And three of our pilots were. Other people's girlfriends who just wanted to mine, uh, like they they did not <laughs> PvP. I, I I actually had somebody tell me, yeah, no, mining in wormhole space is so relaxing. I don't have to worry about anything, and everybody else is busted out laughing because she didn't have to worry about anything because <laughs> the rest of us, the rest of us, were spread out through the system in combat ships, cloaked up, watching every wormhole, watching the D scan, everything while we were mining or running haulers or Uh,
2: while you're using your wife and beating her saying
1: mine faster. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, but, but so, um, like they aperture would come into our wormhole every now and again. And when they did, they came with, they never came with numbers. We couldn't fight back against. And we'd bloody their noses regularly as they came in. And then when they said, okay, well, you guys have a scimitar. We're going to bring two guardians. And, you know, our response was, yeah, bye. (laughs) But, yeah, we'd fight until they said, no, no, we're going to win now. And then we'd go, all right, you win. We're going to get back in the pause. Good fight. Yeah,
3: we're just going to hang out. So, um... A, a bit of a different question for you now than Rendis, um because you are the the wormhole guy as far as I'm concerned. Um do you uh, and feel keep, in mind, that... keep in mind again, you know, like I I left wormhole
1: space before I came before i before I landed in Lawn, which was twenty twelve. So it's been a while.
3: Yeah. But he's like, you know, quite obviously I I think that there's there's definitely a streak in you still that uh, I am still not I I
1: am still more comfortable cloaked up in a wormhole than anywhere else you.
3: yeah Uh, so with that in mind do you think that the response from the more vocal elements of wormhole life as a whole have actually handled the way that they've dealt with this um, bout of light changes from CCP in a meaningful and constructive way? Fuck no.
1: No, 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 of course not. Well, that
2: but, answer's there. Uh,
1: <laughs> but, but here's the thing, but here's the thing. None of it, no, no change that CCB makes goes goes through without an unconstructive response. Seriously, when Jump Fatigue came out, we did not give constructive responses I could, I could go, I could go and look up on the forums people who are still flying Super Caps and titans to this day. Going, that's it. I'm fucking quitting Eve. Oh my god, you people have totally ruined the fucking game. What the hell is your fucking?
2: I'm one of them.
1: Right. Yeah. right. <laughs> so you know, singling wormholers out for is this constructive? You know what?
2: I agree with that. I, I don't it's think right you should single out any entity. But,
1: but at the same time, funny. at the same time, um. You know, and this is, again, something that came out in conversation last night. Um, You know, at the same time, the community, like, there's been been a whole, you know, people need to be less toxic uh, thing going on. And, you know, on one level, we've kind of embraced that and goons have gotten really a little bit ahead of the rest of EVE on that curve with things like how we've responded to, uh, you know, the kind of casual racism and sexism that used to pervade a lot of conversation. um, Just as just as a matter of idiom, Uh, we don't tolerate that anymore. Um, We don't tolerate people openly being dicks to, you know, autists or Aspies. um, Because of that, you know, we we we've tried, we've tried to, to self medicate. And this and the Eve community on the whole has gotten a little bit better but when we res- when we when we have the urge to respond with this initial rage uh, we have to remember the devs are people and we're making we're probably making them a lot less willing to engage with us directly so we need to keep that in mind we do yeah so i have a question for everybody actually
2: Eric.
0: okay Sorry. go ahead noobie no go ahead
2: so I, and it's this is i'm changing the subject cuz you know i hate wormholes and can, can, they're can, stupid
0: so can i say one thing <laughs> before you change the subject in the pre show yeah. we pictured this segment going a whole lot more aggressively.
1: Oh yeah, because because newbie because newbie was, was <laughs> doing the whole newbie was doing the whole um oh yeah, no, they're just they're just whining and bitching and ringing about it. Oh, are, they're,
2: they're, they're Right,
1: right, right. And and you were saying and you were saying something about how they wanted to be safe with their with they their shipping. They right. just wanna and,
2: mine and care bear and talk about all us Null bears and <laughs> a bunch of babies.
1: And, and <laughs> Claws are losing their bubble Love immunity, it. Love and it. wow, pot kettle. Love it.
2: Nothing should be immune.
1: Nothing. Pot kettle. Nothing. You just want to mine Nothing. and Easy. re be and be safe.
2: me, fucking jump aids, because I'm never flying a Titan again. Damn
0: it. So, so, you know. so, so if anybody wondered why we made this the Fight Club edition, that's
1: why. And nobody fought. So.
2: Go ahead, I, the I, see yeah, the subject. actually knows. That's that's, that's my fault because I warned
1: him. I warned him early by saying he teed me up. <laughs> my he, he got see, a Eric go knows Wait a minute, shit.
2: Eric knows at the end of the day, my give a shit meter is always pegged at minus ten. I don't care. I I could care less what CCP does. I just want to go break shit and blow shit up and have fun doing it. So in light with that. uh where do you guys think we're going to go next?
1: Straight to hell.
2: I'm kind of thinking uh, fraternity.
1: Oh, you mean as far as like future yeah, plans? Well, we'll, yeah, what well, we're going to do I can't discuss second. future plans. I know you can't. but right. And and because it is 2 Those o'clock. not in the know. Right. Well, speaking of, it is 2 o'clock and I do have the Illa meeting, so I'm going to peace out.
0: <laughs> Thank you very much for joining us. Thanks, and for, this. It's a, it's for telling me. Fuck
1: yeah, yeah. We're,
4: we're,
0: we're, we're, Take care. Yeah, we could go a little extended time if uh, you guys are okay with that. I'm fine with that. Um, so
2: I'm I'm actually kind of thinking I'm I'm looking at the numbers. Fraternity's up to about seven thousand people now. Wow. What do you guys think? You think that could be next, or do you think maybe Gemini?
0: I think that when they tell me we're going after someone, that's what I'm, gonna well, I'm about. going to worry. And I don't worry about it. I just go. Not really. I pretend I go. What am I you think about?
2: P-Hord, P-Hord, fraternity. What do you guys
3: think? I like am um, a little bit hesitant to actually make a guess as to where we will go next, because when I actually did um, my non roundup earlier on in the year for um, uh, Imperial News. Um, I actually, when I said that, I, I, you know, I was expecting the next three or so months to actually be completely quiet and for there to be no hostilities whatsoever because I thought it was a safe bet. We were like heading towards summer, we had the 80 like still to like happen, so people were like preparing for that, and then um, this all kicked off. So I was I was uh, completely wrong there. Um, the one thing that I am relatively sure of though is if you start seeing a sig or a squad in your local space and you're an enemy of the imperium then you should start thinking about defensive um you know stuff that you should be doing
2: i kind of thought that moment but i mean when, when it first started out and i will tell you i don't think that this was long-term what was going to happen because we were just trying to inflict, you know, the normal damage that we do in black ops and then reavers came. And and we can actually do a lot of morale killing with those two SIGs, but I think it really boiled down to all the shit talking they did when they were blobbing us five and six to one and still losing. And they kept talking shit about how bad we were, and goons would never commit. But I think the higher ups kind of said, hey, you know what? Fuck these guys. We're deploying everything.
3: Well, um, I'm not so sure there. And obviously, there are. Like certainly missing out there is like I want to mention space violence as well that are a very good and kind of like active um like group, and then we also oh, have no, like uh, it, alliance efforts as well, so it's like you know um initiative of like great at that, and I know that initiative are obviously you know still considering what they 're going to be doing they 've reset everyone except core um imperium uh allies. Um, and they are thinking about what they're actually going to be looking at doing next. So, yeah, generally to the rest of EVE is if you start seeing Initiative or kind of like, you know, Bastion, TNT, Lawn, or uh, GSF as a whole members turning up in your space, then be afraid. <laughs> be very afraid.
2: Be very afraid. There's a big hammer following behind them.
0: Hey, I want to give a uh, shout what? out to uh, Tiebreak. To for seven months of sub in a row. Thank you very much, Tybreak. We certainly appreciate those subs.
4: Go ahead. So uh, I would cut you off the I want to drop on a couple of things. A uh, comment that got made in Twitch chat about joining Amok and losing um, Titan pods in highsec. if we join AMOC, you can afford to lose your Titan pods in highsec <laughs> and continue to bounce back and be a valued member of the community and that's
2: that's agreed the between amok and Penn. and amok you can afford to buy your titan parts but in Penn we'll give them to you oh, i would also oh, say um, <laughs>
3: i would also say that the day that uh, an amok titan pilot uh, actually manages to bridge and not jump that's a good day as well
4: hmm.
2: i think is, uh, we have a thomas lear website for that
3: yeah, yeah, but he so. was one of those dog fort people, wasn't he? So, you know, whatever. I
2: think he was Amok mostly when he was doing that, before he went to dog fort.
3: <laughs> well, it's whatever. Well, he, he's he definitely somewhere.
0: Oh, so, Cervantes but, got kicked from goons for inactivity.
4: What? We, had to we
0: were in a freaking war where you could sit cloaky in a system and get three paps a day. Jesus Christ.
2: They strew it. Golf tee. Oh, my desk. D- Duck some. has closed. Duck has closed recruiting for some <laughs> reason.
0: <laughs> yeah, because everybody wants their Titan parts.
2: Everybody, you know, did, what what the fuck are all these apps coming in? I
0: I heard I heard the um, <laughs> yeah, I heard uh, an interesting thing in uh in corpcoms this morning. Somebody says, yeah, you know, hey, we're gonna be we're gonna be able to uh, to mine for a month and and hang out. And it's like. Hey, mine for a month, put a nerd titan in the pot. Let's go.
3: Okay, so yeah, a little I question actually,
2: for you, Chad. I actually ordered my fourth titan. Nice. Okay. Uh, was it, that, call that, out, call that, out for Jay and slot VIP.
3: That's gripping. So what I'm going to do now, chaps, because obviously you should all be able to like, see it. Um, in this kind of like campaign, how many paps have you got in the last 30 days? Go.
2: Do you really want to know? Muman? Yes, I really, really want to know. You can't include your g soul maps. Nine hundred and seventy-five.
3: That is a truly impressive number there. But that, that, <laughs> that, that, that is...
2: includes that includes that includes g soul man. He has no. Oh way right. right okay,
4: so
0: gentlemen. no yeah, life. None. Zero.
2: I literally, no I life. literally play Eve like twenty hours a day now because, uh, well. I, most people don't know. My my wife passed away a couple months ago, so I'm like a professional eat player now.
0: There we um, go, professional.
2: Sorry player. to hear that, dude. So now every day gets better. I'm looking forward to Vegas. I'm actually going to go uh, drop a uh, couple dozen pounds of pork off at Eric's house here in the next couple of weeks because
3: just is, a uh, of is that a euphemism? No, it's not. He no. actually has.
2: I actually raise hogs.
3: Oh, right, okay. Oh, that reminds me of of that film, isn't it? Never trust a man who owns pigs.
0: No, he's He's got bacon. You trust him all day long and twice on Sunday. bacon. Bacon.
3: Yeah, but it's like, you know, it only takes, what is it, about 12 pigs to eat through a human body in about half an hour or so? That's why he only has two at a time.
2: just know.
0: likes to be just likes to
3: be nibbled and sucked. <laughs>
0: yeah, no, just, we're just going to, that, that's just that might be a bridge too far, but it was funny. Okay,
3: so <laughs> uh, onto you on the champs then, it's like, you know, how many paps did you get? I, I'm not going to beat like total newbie, not even close. No, you're <laughs> it, not, it might be one of you. Even with,
2: I, I mean, Moomin, I watch Scouts and Recon and stuff because I'm still part of those, but I mean you do a lion's share of the reason that we win a lot and i don't think people realize how much you do because they just don't. oh no it. sure sure i'm
3: just an f1 monkey if it gets out yeah, yeah way, it's all cool. he is <laughs> ladies <laughs> gentlemen
2: no i mean there's there's so many unsung heroes in goons that's what i like about goons is you know you hear obviously you hear about mittens and Arith and a Nominate. you know i mean you hear about those guys and they do tremendous things but you really don't hear about the kunmis of the world or the Big Bills or, you know, you you hear more and more Mm -hmm. about Asher since he became a field marshal. But, I mean, even, you know, three years ago, four years ago, Asher was Mm -hmm. pretty much Reavers and nobody really knew who he was other than, "Uh uh-oh, this guy's in my space. Here comes all the Ishtars.
0: (laughs) Or the (laughs) Bargassus as he had us by one time so uh yeah so i mean that is one of the interesting things about goons there's like so much to do and people that put in the work to do things in the game that you know nobody knows about but it's real work right and it enables a tremendous number of players within goon Swarm federation and in our uh those who are blue to us to uh really enjoy the game it's amazing the work that has to happen
2: And by the way, I'm I'm thankful for all our allies. So, I mean, I I know because this was a shock to a lot of us in goons with the surrender and stuff. And I know the allies were kind of like, wow. And, you know, I hope organizations like Initiative and Snuff and Lawn and, you know, they're good alliances. And, you know, we were all surprised, too. So we'll see what the next adventure is. But hopefully all you guys are with us still.
3: Yeah, I, I think that, you know, with um, the kind of the, the ceasing of facilities at this particular time, I think that it, it did come like as a shock. I mean, personally, I knew that D06, when we like took down the Keepstar there, that there would be a pause and a consideration, because I was actually expecting us to have to spend a lot more time and effort in actually accomplishing what we've accomplished so far. Um, I really
2: getting... thought with D06 we would at least get a couple of dread bombs. I, I thought they might commit regular caps just to try to, you know, blacken our eye a little bit on a couple of Titans or Supers or something. And I was actually really surprised that they didn't even defend it.
3: Yeah, agreed. And one of the things that I did think there is um, I did wonder whether or not Gigax had actually gotten back into the game and whether or not he was actually leading the entire efforts, um, like strategic efforts of the northern allies, um, because obviously CO2 have a history of not defending their keep stars.
2: Yeah, I mean, we need. And I don't. I, you know, it, it's all well and good to beat your chest and say, "Hey, we just pummeled the North," but we need. We really need that enemy, and we kind of need the northern leadership NCPL, C.P.L. Uh, darkness, Slice. You know, to all kind of get together and figure it out, as we have figured it out how to work with each other, and then we can have some epic fights again. But right now they're they're in disarray and you know they can kid anybody they want but you know facts are facts
4: the thing is with um what what went wrong and what could be done better is that the northern groups all wanted to have their own little areas their own little bits of space and said this is mine this is mine this is mine the issue that they had was that do6 sat in a coalition a constellation D-W. Um, D-W. I'm going gonna, I'm
0: gonna, I'm gonna to break in. Did, uh, did Twitch freeze for you guys? Do we have a frozen Twitch? No. Okay, then What's it's good? just me. Okay, go on.
2: Sorry, Mist. Goonie Dupont is uh, typing away, and Magnus so, um, Lord is typing away.
0: Yep, yeah, I, I have the video froze on mine, so. Go ahead, Mist. I'm sorry. Go ahead,
4: sorry. Mist. Yeah. Since DO6 sat in the same constellation, as DW, as soon as DW fell, you've then lost the system effectively. So you can then establish your feature to establish your FOBs and basically have that system to be able to start securing for a uh, Because of the way that's only vendors are able to, to secure nodes, you, ne- you need to be under the same banner. Because as soon as DW was lost, DO6 was lost. Because as soon as, sh- if you ever see it, so- soon as we took down one we, one system in a constellation, the entire constellation was lost because we can then just it would have just been even easier for us to secure the the nodes, secure the IHUBs, get secure the TCUs. So for the DW fighters they were relying on C O two hackers, C O two entosis teams to be able to secure that objective. Those Intosis teams have been now been whittled down. Now I've got People have been telling me stuff. Been people said because you know when you call your all your members retards to get upset and start talking to the opposite team, that they lo- they just didn't have the entosis left physically. They didn't have them because they lost them all in the previous fights. They even sent faxes in to try to secure nodes, but
2: right and quickly. And part think- part of that though, <clears throat> is, would you agree, goes to uh, their lack of a central command and control element between yeah. the four main alliances.
4: Yeah. You need to yeah, you need to have somebody to be able to say under one banner so they can secure and maintain everything. Because otherwise yes you get to be the king of your pile small pile of shit, but at the end of the day, it's still a small pile of shit.
2: I mean I don't remember if it was once or twice, but we failed um, with the DWI hub uh, previously yeah. well, And actually, here's another shout-out, Boris Agnon did Mm -hmm. some great command and control of the Intosis (laughs) stuff, and that kind of seemed to turn it uh, on the last time when we were actually able to reinforce IHUB.
3: I will go along with that. And and I mean, it's like one of the things to everyone within the Imperium, we've seen a lot of new people like step up and like, you know, actually be proactive in actually resolving some of the problems that you encounter whenever you have an engagement, whenever you kind of like go to war with like someone, Um, and we've seen a whole bunch of new people like turning up this time around, Um, and they've like done sterling work. Um, Mistakes have been made along the way, but that's how we learn. That's historically what we've done. I mean, we've always looked to go on deployments to actually push ourselves, to actually learn what's happening and actually evolve and change with the game as it changes itself. So, you know, we've never been one to um, uh, really sit on our laurels because every time we have historically, we get a bit of a kick in the teeth to like wake us up.
2: Yeah, that's what I'm saying, because I think we do a really good job at centralizing command and control amongst all of the Imperium alliances, and everybody has a say, and then everybody comes to an agreement as to how things are going to happen. And I think that we do that better than anybody else in the game, and that's why we are being successful now.
3: I would go along with that. Um, and I think that is evident is even when we actually go up against um, people with like similar numbers and like similar fleet comps. Um, we do absolutely fine. It would seem that all of the stuff that was being spoken about back in the casino war when it first like started, such as the brain drain from um, the Imperium. Um, well, you know, I, I didn't actually see any evidence of that. I just saw some of the older people looking to go um, to places like PL simply because they got some good karma and some good attention and publicity at the time from it. That's it, really.
2: Magnus actually says, he says, uh, Mittens makes for a great figurehead. And actually kind of the one thing i've seen just from listening to him and stuff mittens is actually a really good leader and what makes him a good leader is he allows the people under him to make mistakes and learn from them so i, I wouldn't really say he's a, a figurehead i i kind of disagree with that i think he does it i think he does a, he does a yep. terrific job of allowing his subordinates to grow and he doesn't you know he, he takes the personal responsibility when it's fucked up. He never blames yeah. anybody
3: and that Yeah, and that's a bit that I kind of, um, you know, appreciate as well, which is if things do go awry, then he is more than willing to, like, stand up in front of everyone and go, yeah, that, that wasn't quite how we were thinking things were going to, like, go out. So, you know, right. he, he's quite happy to take his lumps as and when he needs to.
2: I'm not calling you out, Magnus Lord. I'm just... It, just I just happen to see that comment, and it just it, that's right. I I disagree with your comment as far as him being a figurehead. Yeah,
3: he he's but not just like some I sort of. I think
2: he's a very proactive leader. It's just he does a lot
1: of the stuff behind the scenes that none of us ever see. Mm-hmm.
2: yeah, do. very much so.
1: I, I see our our new guy ingress
2: is, I mean, he's been typing away, and it's just. I I try not to talk about pen people too much, but Ingrist is a pen person. I know, but I mean, we get it with Miss too. So,
4: I I I only mention it when I get the message on Discord in capitals. Hey, say this.
2: <laughs> I mean, it's like you know, it's I, I'm sitting here, I'm trying to plan out a couple of trips, and it's like I'm gonna go just to get. Freaking missed out of that barracks room. That is the worst barracks room. I, I mean, I, I'm ready to write the British government and say, hey, take better care of your soldiers.
4: Hey, the amount I of money am... I pay, I'm perfectly fine. Yeah, it's like, too I'm damn sure small. That, uh,
3: I am sure that Theresa May will take your uh, concerns and deal with them appropriately. Hey. But, Moomin, that, I can, that, I can that, lick
2: that, my eyebrow, so I could probably get far with her. <laughs>
3: Yeah, and um, I was
0: muted on stream because yeah. I was typing to you guys before, and I didn't want them to hear my ultra. So, what else
3: keyboard. do we have to uh, cover, then, Eric? What else do you want? So, lined up I for think them?
0: Mist wanted to cover a couple things uh, on events, and then we were going to go around and do one more thing from everybody and let everybody. I have need some another part of beer. I am out of my uh, rum and coke. I've, I I don't generally drink uh, soda, so it was a nice little treat with alcohol. So I love it. Um, so, Mist, why don't you go over some of the things you wanted to go over?
4: So the current event we've got right now is the rogue drawn swarm alert and it's been interesting to see how CCP have been testing and adjusting the events in trying to make them more user friendly or things, obviously the first couple events were literally the first get you kill the boss you get all the loot done and then it tested and adjusted and with the current event you've actually got to hack a can um to spawn the boss so what I'm currently done right now is I've got a guy in my site which I started like he's going to try and gank the boss and take the loot so I've completed I've got a lock on the can I've done my I've got the hack running but I'm not completing the can and I'm just literally gonna wait until the site despawns and then I'll go do another site and effectively deny him the um the money. Effectively, because that's what put in the power. Because the trigger comes from me completing the hack, and I've literally said, "Well, I'm not going to let you get this free loot, so I'm just going to waste your time," whilst I'm in self as Well, on my other screen.
2: Has anybody killed you yet?
4: Nope. I've done i W. I'm doing H H K. And it's in H
2: H K, guys. I mean, if there's any time to shoot blues, right now is the time. <laughs>
0: shoot. I thought we were giving the enemy free stuff, jeez, yeah, come on. Yeah,
4: it's free intel, isn't it? And the next, the next event, um, I think we'll do like the Blood Raiders event again. But um, I think Sissy's been either updated or Hobo Leaks has. And it shows that there's blueprints now for building several ejectors. So again, the whole method of, of acquiring them continues to change. So it looks like we'll be building our own injectors. And boosters in the next event but who knows answers on a postcard from sissy
2: you know I actually don't do any of this I just
4: did buy they don't appeal to me. yeah well I mean we live in Delve
2: just... man we're all like crazy rich so why, why do yeah. the effort when you can buy something
3: yeah I, I, just... I must confess I just do war as well so after that I'm a little bit stupid or more stupid
0: yeah, I, I think you said, what, you've only actually played Eve for, what, six months? Um, actual subs, right? You, you've played since 2004, but you've only subbed for six months. Is that right? Who? Moomin. because Moomin. the only subs <laughs> no, when there's war. He's, only <laughs> got, play he's played Moomin. for 15 years, but he's only got six months of actual sub time.
2: Moomin was born in 1804. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs>
3: Oh well, if we're talking about that sort of stuff, well, you know, I could never reveal my I age.
2: Billman's <laughs> one of the few people in the Imperium that's older than me.
3: <laughs> I can neither confirm nor deny that statement.
2: Neither confirm nor deny. Alrighty,
0: so um, let's go around for uh, for the one more thing. I think Miss, kind of we let you have your events for yours, unless you want to say something else. Um, you know, tell us, you know, an update. On your who were you in calling on, seconds? Eric? You were
2: breaking up. Oh,
0: I was going to say missed. if he wanted to say one more thing, even though he said his events, he could just go ahead and No,
4: I'm um, good. So okay. look out for more changes for events, I guess.
0: All right, go Intosis.
4: And, I'm with you. And brother. Oh, the last thing I would like to say, thank you See. to all the other people in the Imperium who took up Fremen operations, Intosising random structures and giving us the timers. I did it. It, was, it. It's slightly fun and it's hilarious knowing that when CO2 was defending space, that they would form a fleet up to just to take out one Vexor. and I'll go do it again another hour, and then another hour. There you go. I'll go down
0: to you next, newbie.
2: Uh, just a thing for all the Imperium members that uh, don't let hubris be your guide because uh, this. Is, <laughs> it may have seemed easy it wasn't easy there's a lot of people that put a lot of hours and a lot of effort into things and if you remember it was just a couple short years ago that we were coming down to delve with our tail between our legs trying to figure out what was next so don't think that gotg won't be a force in the future and just stay vigilant and mind that spot and get your paps
3: all righty boom and you're up brother um, there again, I'd like to reiterate the sentiments from my uh, fellow Inf- Imperium members. Just an absolutely sterling job all round. Uh, everyone associated to the Imperium, um, you know, where we were actually getting help and assistance was, you know, amazing. QFC people were even turning up in order to, like, you know, kind of do stuff. All of those sorts of things, like, you know, absolutely, like, fantastic. And it wouldn't have been possible one victory without all of you and your efforts. So thank you very much from that. And a special shout out to Recon, of course, because they are the best group within uh, the Imperium. And that also includes all of the scouts as well. So it's like thank you very much for your efforts.
2: Yeah, props to Delta.
3: Absolutely, yeah. I wanna I wanna
0: kind of say the same thing, right? Uh, I mean, to the uns- unsung folks that you don't know about in cord and all the FCs and everything. Without them, you know we don't we don't know what we're doing, and we can't be coordinated when we do them. And then all the people that showed up for the battles, right? I mean, you know, you come out and you know you make the show of force and you shoot the other enemy. So that's that's fantastic, and that's why I think being goonswarm is so awesome. Aside from the fact that. Uh, you can never get bored in this alliance. There's always something to do and some way you can participate. So for those of you out there who perhaps aren't part of Goonswarm might want to be, you know, um, everybody's recruiting and we're all gonna put some everybody's titans in building. Everybody's <laughs> recruiting, baby. So uh, And really
2: the most important thing is the hundred and sixty or so people that are sitting in this audience listening to our mindless dribble. Thanks yeah for you guys. Because yes, without you. you guys, we couldn't be here and be dumb. That's yeah. right,
0: that's right. So thank you, everybody. And with that, we're going to play Ruin Dreams for the last time on this show because hey, we're not really doing it until the next time we have to ruin somebody's dreams. So thank you, everybody. We will see you next week. And don't forget, 4 o'clock today uh, Eastern, which is in little over an hour and a half uh from now the meta show will be on here be sure to catch that i am sure that is going to be interesting today and they will delve into some topics much deeper than even we could thank you to Moomin. thank you for uh for showing up for the show and coming on it's always yeah, a thank pleasure you're yes and who's already left us um so thanks and you know hopefully scythe will get home from europe uh all in one piece and and you know yeah be considering good be on he thing.
2: only has I one path that's
0: yeah. yeah well, has, thank you, man. Um, Go ahead, thank moment. Thank you
3: very much for having me as a guest. It's like, you know, always a pleasure, never a chore.
0: All Thanks, man.
2: Man, love you, dear.
0: All right. Thank you, audience. Thank and you. with that, we are out of here.